indeed. A financial expert is calling for the Ombudsman to investigate alleged failings by banks in protecting customers from scams. Former fund manager Janine Starks believes there are systemic, systematic failures in the banking system here and the industry has fallen short of its duty to customers by failing to have robust enough security systems. Well, Janine Starks joins us now. Kia ora, Janine. Hi, how are you? Very well, thanks. In a nutshell, what do you reckon the failings are on the part of the banks? Right, well, it, it all comes down to their security systems and uh, they are outdated. So we're looking at our payment system being old, probably 15 years behind the UK, five years behind Australia. Um, that's the first failing and that's caused a lot of these um, fake term deposit scams to uh, be allowable to happen by the fraudsters. The second thing is banks are not employing basic fraud methods and skills. Uh, and the in, the industry is actually, in my view, entirely ignoring international best practice. Okay, because the thing is, when a customer makes a decision to transfer money to a scamster, that's a failure of judgment or, you know, being sucked into a scam. How is that a systems failure? They're making a transfer. Yeah, no, and that's that's how most people see it on the surface. And it's why we get so much shame and embarrassment and people hiding um, the fact that they have been scammed. And look, I just want to sort of turn that one on, on its head for you. Um, the way I explain it to people is that fraud doesn't actually target people. It targets the payment system. So people are just the conduit. And every scheme has its origin and some sort of weakness in the payments system. So as a fraudster sits there and decides, how do I get money um, it, the, the entire thing is about putting the banking system first and finding the holes that exist within it in order to do the social engineering to convince that customer to hand over money. So we need to stop letting the banks put themselves at the end of the chain, which is where they will say they are, and they'll victim blame and tell people that they are the people have made the bad judgments and now why should they have to repay the money we have to turn that on its head and say hang on all fraud targets the payment system that's what they're aiming for so and Janine, we have to close all those holes so so sorry to interrupt but when you say closing yeah, sure. the holes does that mean that people should not be able at all ever to transfer large amounts of money um, electronically? Or, or where do you see the stop gaps being? Okay, so let me give you an example. One of the major holes, and this isn't the only one in the system at the moment, is within our payment system. So it's old. It doesn't work on the correct technology that overseas uh, countries are using. And it doesn't allow the banks to match the name that you input into that field when you make your payment with the account number. So if you're trying to pay me at my bank account, you, you're putting in my name, but, it, you know, and the banks in quite a misleading way are asking you to put my name into the system. And that makes you believe that they're checking, does that name match that account number? They're not. The, the payment system is so antiquated, they can only transfer my account number and the amount of money to the other bank. So the other bank doesn't even have a chance to check, right. is that really the person you're trying to pay? So... so if you're transferring that really large amount of money, the banks leave it to your own risk and liability that you've got it right. Now, that's not good enough. It doesn't happen in other countries. Um, we have a matching system.
So potentially someone could have been fed a name which is very close to a legitimate business and they believe when the transfer goes through on that account number using that name that there's been a cross-check done when actually there hasn't. Yeah, there hasn't. So, and it, it doesn't even have to be a close name. Look, you can try it out. You can you can try and pay your mum tonight and write the word Mickey Mouse on it and the account name, and it will go through. You know, it's it it, it doesn't. They don't even have to make any attempt at at getting even close okay. to the name. Uh, so, so Jenny, you know, it's, are- it's a major major fault. We are almost out of time, but I want to know. You're working with a few people. Is it likely there could be a class action on the cards? I think very likely the the banks um, are in a real position here. They are holding their ground. They don't want to admit liability. Uh, they have the ombudsman in a position where uh, they're actually the service is cornered. They have a terms of reference that they can't find their way around or are struggling to, um, even though these people have complained to the ombudsman. So, you know, there's some there's some things about that system that don't work well for consumers as well. So th- that's the next step for these people. And I think perhaps we do need a class action in New Zealand. We need to get this through the court system. I think they'd be very foolish to let it go that far. Um, and they would be best to settle these cases. But, you know, I don't know how stubborn they're feeling about it. Appreciate your time, Janine. That is Janine Starks, who is a former fund manager calling for an independent investigation into the banks over scams. It is 26 minutes away from six. Kiamo Tonimai. You're listening to Check.